Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. In this podcast, we are sharing the audio version of the Instagram Lives and IGTV videos that we have done over the past year. Most of them are in English, although some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we speak only Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. Hola. We're having a live. We're going to go live in a few minutes, and we're inviting... We're inviting a friend. We're inviting Sylvia, Sylvia from France, who we met at one of our language exchanges back in, uh, I think it was February or December. Hola, Sylvia. Hola. Yes, sorry. The connection was terrible. <laughs> okay. Como yes, estás? we met. Yeah, good, good. How about you? How, how is everything? Good, good. Everything is really well. Okay, well, thank you for inviting me to join. And um, yeah, I hope you guys are, are holding on. I heard um, the lockdown has been extended in Colombia. It has, yeah. It, it's extended. I don't even know uh, until when. I heard July 1st, but for people older than 17, it's like uh, until August 30th. Oh, wow. Okay. That's... My dad feels in jail. He's like, I'm locked down. <laughs> Oh no, poor thing. Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. All right. But so, how about are, are people back at work? Or how I mean, who can work and who cannot work? Um, people who work in manufacturing are already back to work. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this week or next week they're starting barber shops. Okay. Um, so all the transport is going well, and um, what else? The restaurants are going, the restaurants can, can do deliveries. They can only do deliveries. Uh, how about Vegas? How is Vegas? You, so you are, I, I would like you to introduce yourself a little bit. In that way, people who are watching can know who you are. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, where do I start from? Uh, okay. So uh, my name is Sylvie. I'm, I'm originally from France. My Obviously, my background is Chinese. My parents are, are born in China, but migrated to France a long, long time ago. Uh, but I was born in France. Then eventually I studied in the UK. I lived and worked in China as a fashion designer for about eight years. Then I moved to, um, to San Francisco first, um, about four years ago. And I started a new career. I decided to ditch the clothes and, and start a new career in pastry. So I've been working as a uh, managing food, like, yeah, managing food businesses in general, like since I've been here in, in, uh, in the US. Then I moved to Vegas last summer uh, for, uh, for, my, for work. And um, yeah, so that's what I've, how I ended up here. Uh, and then I went to Colombia, uh, Medellin the first time, um, Last year in 2019, and then again uh, in February this year. Oh, you've been here twice year. already. Yes, that's the second time. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's the second time for me, and I, I was actually planning on finding a way. As I told you last time we met, uh, when we met, that I was um, um, looking for something to do in Colombia so that I can move to the country that I fell in love with. And uh, I actually found something to do, and I was about to move to Colombia uh, in March. Oh, great. Yes, and as I was packing, so obviously the pandemic, um, yeah, the crisis reached, out, uh, reached the, the rest of the world, and uh, Colombia closed its border. So I couldn't, I mean, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I, I couldn't make it to Colombia. And I was literally packing my bags when um, like my friends kept sending me the news, oh, Colombia is like restricting uh, anyone, any tourists coming in, in the country, into the country. So, so I, had to, um, I had to change my plan. So I've been stuck in Vegas flight? now since. Can you get flights Sorry? to Europe? Are, are flights already open for from the United States to Europe? They're not, right? No, yes, they are. Uh, they are under certain circumstances, and because I'm a French citizen, so obviously, uh, I wanna, you know, I wanna, I wanna go back to see my, my family, and I feel a bit lonely here. Uh, it's been, um, I've only been a Vegas resident since uh, August, so I don't have that many friends here, and yeah, the situation here in Vegas, well. Um, the, the shelter in place uh, is not as strict as in some countries. So you can, um, of course, only essential businesses are open, no restaurants, no cinemas, no casino, uh, no nightclubs, nothing that, of what makes Vegas. Was uh -huh. and, yeah, so casinos are reopening actually next week, uh, two casinos, uh, like Cesar's, Cesar's Palace and, um, and I think another one. But with very a lot of restrictions, and uh, no and no clients because most of casino clients in Vegas are very old folks. Yes, yeah, uh, they will have to remove, um, like for example, no more blackjack because of you, of course blackjack is sitting next to each other. Yeah. So there's no point of playing with just two two people. Uh, the slot machines, like one slot is going to be. Uh, uh, yeah, one slot empty and then, you know, like in between each players. Uh, what else? No, otherwise we've been pretty, I mean, I've been pretty lucky to be stuck here rather than anywhere else. Um, just because at least here you can drive around, you can, there's a lot, there are a lot of like national parks. Um, I've been hiking at least two, three times a week. And although um, most parks, like the visitor centers are closed, you can always find a trail somewhere. So. I've been to um, uh, uh, I've been to a lot of like different parks around, so it's been beautiful. But um, uh, of course, I I was out of work for the for the, this whole time. I couldn't find anything. And one thing that I really want to warn people, because everyone uh, everyone that's been laid off during this time, they were of course we're all trying to find uh, uh, some remote work positions to make sure that we, you know, we stay safe, we can work at home. And um, uh, I did find a job that turned out to be a scam. Oh. So I really want people to be very, very careful because like, I don't, I've never worked remote. I've never, oh, at least not with a company that I've never seen anyone, you know, from this company. And um, I've always like, um, joined the company, worked in the office, and then eventually like I would take uh, one day to work from home. But other, other than that, I've never worked for a company that where I've never seen anyone from this place. So um, 
I got, um, um, I had a, a recruiting agency calling me and then I had a really, really thorough interview. Um, everything looked really legit. I mean, like, uh, I mean, there was nothing for me to, to even suspect that it was um, a scam. They sent me, a, you know, like the, the company is pretty visible. They have a website. And then as I joined in, then um, they said, oh, okay. Um, after a couple of days of training, they said, oh, we're going to send you some money so you can, you can get a new laptop and some office equipment so that you can, um, uh, you can get, get your, your home office geared up. I was like, sure, okay, fine. So um, long story short, they sent me some money. Then they said, oh, okay. Um, um, it was, there was a mistake. You need to resend back the money, but please send it back to this place. And then I ended up sending... I ended up cashing in void check, uh, like a check that wasn't that, that had no provision. And the thing is, it takes about 10 days to clear a check. And I don't know, I was just stupid or I, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I ended up like wiring some money that I didn't have. And long story short, they, they, I got scammed. Um. And apparently it happened to a lot of people. Uh, I feel very stupid. And it doesn't make me a smart person right now to say, to tell this story to you guys, especially on live. But I really want people to know that there's... Um, uh, then when I filed a complaint, then I read a lot of people, especially the past few weeks since the quarantine, since the pandemic started, a lot of people got scammed and, you know, we're so desperate for, um, yeah, for job opportunities as like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've read the numbers, like I can't remember how many millions of people got laid off here. And um, with those layoffs also, people also lost their health insurance, which is even worse. So my worst fear being here was that if I do catch coronavirus and if I do need intensive care, it's going to ruin me. Like uh, some people, you can, if you are being uh, in an intensive care unit, you can pay anywhere from 30 to 60K, uh, $60,000 in care. So imagine like, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Or it's either you pay or it let you die basically. So that's America. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. <laughs> Let's let's so, talk about something a little bit more positive than that. <laughs> but, okay, look, story short. So that's that's my whole experience from living um, during this crisis in the U.S. So a lot of fear, a lot of like, what are we gonna do? Um, what's next? And uh, so now I, I've um, I've came to a conclusion that um, I've been alone now for like about two and a half months, three months, no work. Um, I can't move to Colombia and I don't know when things are going to, you know, like start to get better in Colombia. And I, so while waiting to go to Colombia and I, I and I, I, I just, I just can't stay here anymore. I just kind of had enough of it. So planning on going back to France, situation is better. Um, business are reopening, have already reopened. Um, bars, for example, cafes are reopening uh, on June 2nd. Parks are reopening even in Paris. So, yeah, life seems to be, um, you know, like um, slowly getting back to normal over there. Right. And, uh, and hopefully, uh, I, I, I want to ask the same question to you guys because, you know, like I'm waiting to see what's happening in Colombia so that I can fly, you know, I can fly back to Colombia and, and start my new Colombian life. <laughs> right. So what were you going to do here? What, what, what was the plan? So my plan was to open a, a, a cafe and a, a pastry shop. In Medellin? Uh, yes, yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I had this project now um, 
for a while, like since the first time I, I came to visit, uh, to visit last year, um, then I was thinking, so, okay, what should I do? What should I do? Should I do uh, French pastry or should I do something more creative uh, or mixed with my Asian influence? And um, I don't know if people are going to be re like, if Colombian people are going to be interested or curious about um, different flavors uh, uh, something that is a little bit off the beaten path, let's say, in terms of uh, uh, of pastries. So, yeah, um, I, I, I've been reading the news, uh, uh, like Colombian news, like on a regular basis. I know uh, your situation is pretty tough. And, uh, but, um, but I know the measures have been rough for you guys, but um, for me, priority is safety, is health and safety of everybody. So instead of having... Trump trying to push to reopen at any cost economy. I know you guys are suffering a lot, but um, but yeah, losing someone that you care about or like losing friends and, and relatives is is worse than uh, okay struggling for a little bit longer. But um, yeah, so depending how um, the situation in Colombia, I'll, I'll be back as soon as I can. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I think people in Medellin. Um... We're getting more used to trying new things. So that that mix between the French heritage, but also the Asian, you know, um, mix that you can bring into it. I think it sounds very interesting. I would say definitely start with the French, right, for pastries and all this. And then um, start little by little mixing in some of that Asian influence that you have. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. no, it's, uh, and of course, also, um, also mixing with Colombian, you know, Colombian flavors. I'd love to experiment um, different flavors. I just don't know how, um, yeah, how people will receive it over there. And um, I, I've I've been to many French restaurants here in Medellin, and they're always packed. There is a there is a very known um, pastry shop that is called Valentinas, and they're always packed. So people respond um, in Laureles, in Poblado, in Envigado, even in El Centro is, Centro is doing a whole transformation, Floresta. So there are many places where you can think of starting shop here in Medellin. So you're going back to Paris, right? What is the plan? Yes, right. What is the plan back in Paris? So back in Paris, my uh, my brother-in-law uh, has a pastry shop. He has a uh, yeah a pastry shop in in Paris. So I'm gonna take um, like extra masterclass with him, and um, yeah. So now um, usually uh, during the summer, um, because he he works a lot with. Uh, with like neighboring offices and companies. So during the summer, the, the business is not as busy because a lot of people take vacations. And uh, so it's the best time. Uh, usually whenever I go back during the time, we, we work um, uh, on creating new recipes and or he trains me on some new techniques and so that I can, better, they can be better prepared and geared up to, to come and make sweets for, for people from Medellin. <laughs> All right. So that's Yes. <laughs> so what do you miss about Medellin? What did you enjoy the most when you were here? Um, I miss the salsa, of course. <laughs> salsa, with, uh, I love dancing salsa. Um, 
I think, um, yeah, like the music is so um, ingrained in your culture. It's, um, yeah, Colombians. So for, for me, okay, no disrespect to Americans. I, I love my time in America, but the reason why I, I, I think uh, uh, I want to move to Colombia is um, I think your culture is closer to my French culture with people, um, Colombians are people that, um, uh, that love to socialize, interact with people. They're very friendly. They're very outgoing. Um, they love to eat, drink, dance. So, yeah. So for me, it's, um, um, this is what I, I loved about Colombia. Look and, at these guys, uh, Cali, Cali Salsa. Do you see that coming? Did you, yes, go, to, yes. did, did you go to Cali? No, I haven't yet. I did take some private classes of Salsa um, Calenia uh, when I was in Medellin. So it was a, it was a really a good workout. It was a lot more cardio than I was expecting. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to get used to that. No, I love it. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know if, it, if I would be able to do that, to be honest. Like, I'm pretty tall. So, and all this, like, footwork, like, super, like, fast footwork. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm maybe too tall. I'm, I, you know, like, I'm, my center of gravity is, is maybe not, is not appropriate for this kind of dancing. I don't know. I, yeah. But, um. No, let's see. Let's see. I'm really looking forward to learn anything that is, you know, uh, interesting to learn in, in Colombia. And um, no, I was incredibly surprised, uh, especially in Medellin, um, compared to the coast. People are so friendly, like really, really friendly. And um, I ended up in situations where uh, I met a tour guide and she was really lovely. And then she was like, um, oh, um, in do you want to come and meet my family? Then you get a real uh, Colombian experience. So I was like, yeah, sure. So we went to a comuna and um, uh, yeah, I, I, I dance, eat, drink with the family. And that was like one of the most amazing time that I had in the, in the city. Yeah. <laughs> so those like really genuine interactions, you know. So I don't know, here in the US is different. Sometimes when you're meeting with people, especially when you're new to a place, um, so in Colombia, I would meet someone, uh, someone nice, and I would be like, um, oh, okay, so yeah, you know, I enjoy your company. I think, you know, like, uh, um, uh, like we, we can go out, have a drink, have fun, and, and that's very spontaneous. We call each other, okay, let's meet uh, at Poblado this time, and then that's done. Here in the U.S. is more, um, oh, okay, so yeah, where are you from? Okay, so where did you, where did you study? What do you do? Oh, um, Oh, you want to go for coffee? Yeah, sure. Uh, let me see my calendar. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. I can send you. Yeah, let's go for coffee this day. Then they send you um, um, uh, an appointment via Google Calendar. And then you see the appointment. It's like coffee with Sylvie, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, okay, that's, <laughs> that's, I mean, I have no problem. Like whether it lasts 45 minutes or half an hour or two hours or even longer. I have no problem with that, but like that knowing that it's predefined, this is the amount I allow you because, I, you know, like uh, there's no place for uh, spontaneous, yeah, spontaneous interactions, basically. So, <laughs> Whereas here, that, here in Medellin, everything is uh -huh. spontaneous, right? Super spontaneous. Sometimes a little bit too much. A little bit too <laughs> and much. And that's what I love. 
I'm, I'm very surprised because this city has kind of the best management for this pandemic. I think it's been awarded, like it's been all over the news because we have such low rates of infection and very low death rate. Very, very low. I think is the best is the is the best or is the lowest death rate in, in all South America from cities this size. It's you know it's a four million um population here. So um and but you know thinking that many things can be so disorganized. What was your experience with that? I mean did you think we, we were organized or disorganized? Um I was the first time I, I I came to Medellin. I was very impressed with what you've done um, with your the cable cars, the um, like giving uh, people living in the communes access to um, yeah being able to commute faster. And this I was very impressed. Like to be like when uh, my tour guide explained me that uh, some people that lived on top of those. Um, on top of those hills and sometimes it took them like three hours to get to work in the center and now their commute time was being reduced to uh, uh to what like half an hour 45 minutes i was like this is impressive and um i was not expecting this at all at all from 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 medellin uh traffic is a is a little <laughs> traffic is is okay for for a city this size okay it is a bit congested it's uh, it's a bit busy but it's not the worst that i've seen like when you're stuck in traffic in LA, it's 10 times worse than what I've seen in Medellin. Uh, as for um, organization, um, no, overall, um, I was yeah pleasantly surprised. Um, I used to work for, um, 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 oh, sorry, for this uh, Chilean company. So I spent a lot of time in Santiago. Ah, entonces tú hablas español. Hablemos un poquito de español. Uh, sí, 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 podemos sí, pero no, I need to practice, I haven't practiced in a long pero, time. Pero por eso, practiquemos un poquito de español porque las personas que nos están viendo son, uh -huh. hay uno que, hay varios que son estudiantes de Keep Talking, entonces es bueno que ellos vean a alguien hablando también un poquito de español para que se atrevan a hablar más inglés, atrévete un poquito de español, cuéntanos un poquito. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, I'm going to be very honest with you. I haven't practiced Spanish for like what four, three months now. So yeah, I'm a bit shy. But I, I, <laughs> I when I when I joined your uh, when I joined I Keep Talking when I was in uh, in Medellin, um, yeah, uh -huh. I loved it. It was really it was great. It was great, and um, it was a good way to practice my Spanish. So thank you so much for uh, for inviting me to join your your group, and I had a yeah a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure. now speaking Spanish is, uh, yeah, I feel a bit rusty. I need private lessons and some practice with people that are, you know, patient, non-judgmental. So, <laughs> but sure. yeah, definitely work. Yes. Carry in, carry in, carry in. Well, and um, so I think we can end it here. I definitely, um, I love this. And, and this is something that I want to continue on doing for Keep Talking, connecting with our friends. We have many friends all over. We have friends in Taiwan, Hong Kong, Africa, nice. you know, mm -hmm. for sure. So I, when I reach out to you, you know, mm -hmm. um, this is exactly what I wanted. To know that in Keep Talking, you can also practice your Spanish. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
but to know that you can also contribute to the community um, through this way. So if you want, we can do a second live, maybe later on this week, if, okay. um, if you feel up to doing maybe some cooking lesson, maybe a, a, a small recipe, a short recipe for, for, you know, a nice dessert or something like this. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess with everybody staying at home, a lot of people have uh, taken on baking. So yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't know what, what you guys would like to learn. It's, uh... Well, let's, let's ask them. What do you guys want to learn? Uh, Sylvia here is a pastry chef and she is from France and she has Asian heritage. So, well, you're, you're, you're actually from China, right? But you lived in France for a long time. No, I was born and raised in France. But, you were born um, in France. Yeah, my, my mother came when she was very young, and she's from China, my dad too, but um, my grand-grandfather migrated to France in the 1930s. So, yeah, we've, we've been in France for a very long time. So I'm more, I would say, culturally, I'm definitely more French than I am Chinese. The, the, the package is definitely Asian. Yeah, this I, I no, no doubt. But the inside is more, I'm more French cheese than, uh, than, uh, than Chinese. <laughs> so let's, let's ask them. Let's ask them. What do you guys want to learn? She's a okay, pretty so chef. We really want to know how British, British scones are made. Um, all right, British scones. Um, I, yeah, I, I've, I've done a few scones. It's it's very easy. I can definitely do that. Yes, why not? Um, okay, British scones. We have okay one request for British scones. What else do we have? Um, okay, well, so far only have seen British scones. Okay, British scones would be fine. Yes. British scones. All right. What else? What else do they say? Sorry, just responding. So. I can teach. I can teach anything baked, basically. Anything so, baked. Cakes, cookies. Yes, cakes, cookies. Um, I've learned how to make uh, pan de bon, pan de bono, pan de queso. So. Charles, <laughs> your kitchen. Charles, your kitchen. Oh, my kitchen. Oh. Uh, let me check. Charles, your kitchen, Sylvia. Uh, well. It's a bit of a mess right now, but um, that's a great it's, idea. It's a what it's what a small kitchen is a big mess because I've just been cooking some stuff, but um, yeah. so no, what I've been what what uh, if anyone is interested, uh, when I'm working a lot now, um, on cakes that are uh, gluten free and very healthy and if anyone is interested in a keto diet or i'm not promoting this diet specifically but uh, i know there's a huge demand and it's been uh, one of the latest uh, recipes that i've been working on were uh, recipes of cakes and cookies that are uh, that are good for people that have diabetes uh, people that want to lose weight but still have uh, you know like once in a while wants to have a nice cookie so lose this is something weight. that I, yeah we're I all getting fat <laughs> I know, I know. You know, the average, at least in France, the average person gained about uh, three to four kilos on average during this pandemic, during the lockdown. Wow. So yeah, so that's something that I could, I, yeah, I could be teaching. 
Amazing. I think anything that you want to offer the community is fine. Oh, look, creme brulee. She wants to learn how to make oh, a creme, creme brulee. Yeah, very easy, actually. Yes, creme brulee is a very nice one. Yeah. Creme okay. brulee is a very good one. Mm -hmm. Let's go for a creme brulee. You want to go for a creme brulee? Is that good? Yeah, yeah. Creme brulee is very yeah. Can very we do easy. a can we do a vegan creme brulee? Can we do a vegan creme brulee? Uh, no, because the whole thing with creme brulee is the eggs, uh, are the eggs. Mm. So, yeah, a creme brulee then, without eggs. Yeah. But then creme brulee with um, maybe with uh, uh, vegetable milk. Uh, with vegan milk, I I have Coconut. never tried. I have never tried because for me, creme brulee is, um, it's eggs and eggs and cream. So it's like there's nothing that can be substituted by. Uh, um, you search, you do the search of the recipe because I, I know. How, I can do the research, yes. I know how to make uh, cream of coconut milk. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. out of this world. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, we can, yeah. Uh, creme brulee, I can. I can teach you the, yeah, I can try. I can try a vegan one and I can try the regular. The regular one is very easy. And I think anyone, even if you've never, if, you know, even if you've never baked in your life, I think you can't mess up a creme brulee. So, yeah, that's a, that would be an easy one. Perfect. So, creme brulee okay. it is. Um, so, now, Sylvia, when do you want to do it? When do you have time? Um, let me think. Um, so you want to do this live? Yeah, we want to do it live. <laughs> okay, so um, let me think. Um, we can do it even tomorrow if you want. This it doesn't take. It what doesn't do you guys think? Let's let's ask these guys. Guys, tomorrow. How about tomorrow? Are you gonna connect for the crumble tomorrow? Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> okay, this is definitely a, a this is definitely not a, a diet version, diet dessert. So everybody knows if you're gaining weight after that, that's not my fault. <laughs> <You've requested. laughs> Look, we have a first a first thumbs up. See, he okay. said yes. Tomorrow, good. What time? What time is good for you? I would say same time. Um, yeah, eight p.m. for you guys. Okay, so 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. for us. Mm -hmm. 8 p.m. tomorrow, guys. We're going to be making, we're going to be learning how to make a creme brulee from Sylvia's hands and Sylvia's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Looking Absolutely. Pero okay, hablando un poquitico right. español, un poquitico español. Mañana vamos a hacer creme brulee. Okay, vamos, uh, mañana vamos a hacer creme brulee. <laughs> no, okay, so if anyone is patient enough and wants to help me practice my Spanish, I would love to. Yes. It's just, I'm very shy. I don't look like, but I'm very shy. And um, so, yeah. So if I can practice Spanish, yeah, I would love to. Claro, mañana te enseño un poquitico y le pedimos a ellos que te enseñes un poquitico de, también de español, ¿sí? Y los que quieran... Los que quieran nos escriben y les mandamos el recordatorio en, en Google. ¿Listo? Hacemos la, la citación. Cranberry mañana a las 8. Silvia, muchas, muchas, muchas gracias. Ok, de nada. 
Uh, my pleasure, yes, un placer. And um, so, hasta mañana a las ocho. Hasta mañana a las ocho. Gracias. Okay, perfecto. Okay, gracias a todos. Chao. Good night. Bye. Keep safe. Thank you. You too. Keep safe. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.com.